Welcome to the Infamous Hour Live. I'm the host of Infamous Amadeus every single Thursday, 9 p.m. EST. Facebook.com slash BoomBap Nation. Shout out to the loyal citizens of BoomBap Nation. We are now about to amass 2 million followers on the Facebook platform. If you want to live with this hip-hop shit, make sure you follow at BoomBap Nation on Facebook and Instagram. Of course, myself, the Infamous Amadeus. Sirius XM Shade 45 it goes down every single Thursday Noon EST for the new hip-hop picks and 3 p.m. EST for the throwback classics. And as we keep it traditionally hip-hop, I got uh, the Bronx-owned via Cuba, but Bronx resident outside Cuban links still making moves. Yes, yes, the sir. lyrical assassin himself, Cuban links. Welcome to the Infamous Hour. Oh, uh, man, the pleasure being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, how, how does it feel to be this high up? Because this is a whole new yeah, Infamous yeah, Hour high, set. high up in the sky right now. Yeah, so so we're on the 61st floor. Shout out to yeah. uh, Shaw Boogie for always making the play. And if you can see the background, this is just amazing, right? Yeah, amazing. Considering we the were... Intrepid actually is right there. Yeah, right? the Intrepid's the right over there. Considering we were in like a uh, podcast studio previous to this. So now we have upgraded, and here we are. If you're watching right now, we are scanning the chat actively for questions and comments. Now, if you watch the Infamous Hour, generally speaking, I like to do interviews with all my guests, non-controversial, which is why a lot of people like to sit down with me. Everybody's been on this show. Cool G Rap, 112, Ooh. I've had. Um, I, I'm missing, this is a whole bunch of people, right? And I don't like to indulge uh, Miss Get Adam in controversy that much, but something I saw this weekend bothered me a lot, right? And any person who chooses to sit in my seat and say that you're not trying to be a journalist is just a complete fucking lie, right? We all aspire to be journalist people. Uh, shout to Sway Calloway, who's up with me at SiriusXM, and he stopped me one day, and he was like, you know, one of the reasons why I like your content is because you're asking the right questions. Right, it's about the right He's questions. like, make sure you continue to ask the right questions. So I guess the question that I have, this is not for you, this is just for the people uh, watching, it, 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 it's it's amazing to me how it kind of feels like we've gotten to a point where 90s rappers are blocking other 90s rappers. <laughs> like, since the fuck when has this been okay? And it's 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 very disappointing me as an up-and-coming uh, media person, up-and-coming journalist, to watch people that we look to as the hierarchy in this podcasting game. Right. And, you know, and and when you're a media person, even if you have relationships with certain people. Yeah, that's the, that's the job. That's the job. Your job is to make sure that every side of the story is told. Right. You can't you just cannot ignore that. So to so sit there and say that one individual can't go on a show because of a relationship with another individual is completely being a hypocrite. This is the same shit that you niggas were crying about in the 90s when record execs. Radio people were blocking you, but here we are on social media saying the same fucking thing, right? So I guess going back to the sway thing, Miss Get Adam, right? Just going back to the sway thing, asking the right questions. So, I mean, obviously they kind of made it known that Cuban can't go up there. Why can't Tony Sunshine go up there? He ain't been on Drink Champs yet. I'm a great friend with Tony Sunshine. He's with Joe all the time. Why can't he go up there? Matter of fact, here's a better question. Why didn't my brother Granddaddy IU ain't get to go to Drink Champs? If you watch the Drink Champs platform, if you watch the Drink Champs platform, they consistently say 
granddaddy are you? So what yeah. relationship was existing, if you're watching right now, that blocked that from happening? Was it because he wrote uh, Roxanne Chante's, uh this record back in the day? It was this, and, you know, this guy and this girl? There's so, always some politics, though, behind the scenes. It is, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's definitely politics. And uh, they just, I mean, I, I, I salute Nori, really, man, for, for even saying it. That's been happening to me for since the beef started yeah. with me and Joe. So the separation started. That, that was going on. That was yeah. going on with Angie. Mm -hmm. That was going on with, with the whole Hot, Hot 97 mm -hmm. staff. You know what I'm saying? But they're not artists. You know what I'm saying? They, they just personnels. Actually, yep. they are journalists. Mm -hmm. Actually, that's they're they, they really supposed to be journalists as far as like Angie. because She has a background of that. And uh, that bothered me back then because she was my friend. Besides being my friend, it was like just... He didn't give me the fair shot to get my story said mm -hmm. and told, but he got his story told on your show. So that was like, you know what I'm saying, that, that politic favoritism uh, that was happening. And it continued from there, you know what I'm saying? So everybody that was affiliated with, with you know, with Joe uh, had that attitude with me, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And uh, even Summer Jam, too. I mean, I could tell you stories, a thousand stories where that happened, and you probably heard me saying that, mm -hmm. that I was getting blackballed and all that. I didn't even know what the hell blackball meant. Yeah. But I knew that, that that shit was happening to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But um, but it's nothing. Mm -hmm. like we come from the you know the trenches and come from this shit. And we also sense, are yeah. MCs. Yeah, you know what at I'm heart, saying? just the pride of an MC. Yeah. always always believe that the music you know what I'm saying speaks yeah. louder than than anything anybody can say yeah, or try yeah. to block you. So that's what I you know I always been you know with my my, my work and my music. Mm -hmm. I always been consistent with putting out music, even though a lot of people it's a different pedestal now. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, what I'm saying drop, drop certain levels because I'm not with the machines no more. Mm -hmm. So uh, you go, you know, you have to really search for Cuban Link. Yeah. Um, in the past, yeah, now yeah. now we're getting a little more traction mm -hmm. because, you know, I guess, you know, what I'm saying uh, the truth comes out. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you know, I, I find it very interesting because I think this is the first time that I've ever actually heard, to even my colleagues in the room, blackballing publicly. Yeah, but I've never actually heard anyone say that they were blackballing someone because of something that didn't have to do with rap music or something that didn't have to do what was done to that person directly. So in my situation, if someone violated me directly, then of course I ain't going to have you on my fucking show. But just to say because you don't get along with this guy and you don't get along with this guy, you can't tell your side of the story. Like, what? I don't understand what part of the game is that. That's the message out loud. That's, that's like... This example, like Nori is the one who said that. So, uh, you know, he said that in front of Math. Mm -hmm. Math is the upcoming, you know what I'm saying, uh, new dude that's coming up. And then I don't know where he comes up with a little thing of why he can't, you know, have me on his show. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's how it's been. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the baton gets tossed, gets passed to the next person. You know, whoever's the hottest, because, you know, Joe really befriends the hottest kind of guys mm -hmm. that are in the industry. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's how it's been. So, uh, like I said, man, it's no sweat off my back. I don't have to be in, a, in you know, in the, in the, in their podcasts or in their shows to 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 be who I am. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, I, in my mind, at the end of the day, I've been put against the wall where I got to do my own thing anyway. So, you know, I'm 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 I'm, I'm thinking of you know, I, I got my own little podcast. I'm gonna do. I got my own situations. Yeah, be able to tell your story so, the way you want it. Of told. course, yeah. and it's all about telling the story. It's not even about. Point a finger over there. Yeah, it's about just telling my story. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I, I don't point fingers. Yeah. Point fingers where we from. Yeah, we from the. You know what I'm saying? We from the trenches for real. Like yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. It's like, you know, it's it's this um, narrative that 
I'm doing it for like a publicity stunt, mm-hmm. or you know, to get to well, get, to get no, my things out. Well, well, you're talking because you're basically not being heard. So right, right. That's and, another. And in that sense, it's like it's okay. We can do you know fifty thousand YouTube joints, but you need to be able to go in a space where people are actually going to pay attention, right? You know, of course, of course. Because, you know, I did a thousand, yeah. a thousand little, you know, saying uh, the, the underground dudes yeah. that only got probably 10, 10, 10, 10 followers. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm like that. Well, welcome to the infamous. I'm glad to have you here. Uh, pleasure <laughs> being here. Man. Pleasure. Thank you for having me, too. Not not too many have your, 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 your you know what I'm saying, your persona and, yeah. and your, your yeah, integrity. I, 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 think, I think at this point, me watching that clip, um, I'm just extremely disappointed in my peers, right? Because these guys are my peers. For them to publicly come out, and all say, peers, you know, and, and, and I'm say something like that. Family. I've I've directed five Tony Sunshine videos. He's my brother. Oh, wow. But how do I look saying that someone wants to come on my platform when I'm a journalist and anyone who sits in my seat is a journalist? That would be hypocritical of me when I'm one of the most outspoken people, and so are they. They're outspoken about the way record labels are working and rating, but they didn't want to. When guys were getting um, three three album deals, and when their fourth album came, they would rig their third album, so this way they wouldn't be able to recoup on the budget. We've heard it all. So why would guys get into this position where now this is the okay thing? It would be like if, as an example, if Big Boy in L.A. said, this guy, Snoop, can't come on my shit because he did something to somebody else. That's fucking crazy to me. It it's just New York. doesn't. You know New York is New York. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> New York is New York. You know, they they, they gonna, you going to yeah. hit on your next door neighbor. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And still ask them for sugar yeah. the next day. Yeah. So so, so it's about Cuba Lake. So I, I read something interesting that your family came over from Cuba. I did. I came over. And you and yeah. your family. Me, in my, the... me and my moms, my dad, my sister. So I don't know the, the, the actual boat. story, but I see it in Scarface. Yeah, that's it. That's there it. was a boat lift that came. So, so tell us about that, because that must have been crazy. Same thing, like that. I was five years old. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my pops was locked up, mm-hmm. sold some pants outside in the streets. They gave him six months. Um, at that time, when the Mario uh, 1980 happened with Jimmy Carter, gave uh, the, the Cuban people an opportunity to leave, you know what I'm saying, if they don't want to be under the regime of Fidel Castro, yeah. uh, that he gave them a free pass to come to America. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he, at the same time, Fidel opened up all the jails in Cuba. So all the people that was leaving Cuba, like on some regular, like, you know, just regular citizens of Cuba, uh, you know, he opened up all the jails. So, you know, the, the, he could get rid of all the resistance, all, all the, you know, supposed to be the garbage that's, that was, you know, to the criminals that was in Cuba mm-hmm. so he could relieve himself from that. So he let them go. So basically, all, all the criminals, all the people that were in psychiatric wards, they basically everybody, just released everybody it that was and like, just sent it set, to America, to Miami. Man, snuck them in. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how he shit it. That's why they say it's flushing the toilets on America. Yeah. That's why they said that. Um, so my father was locked up, so they, that, that's how he got out. So it's a catch-22 for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he got let out. Uh, he went straight to my mom's, to, you know, to, to, to the family's, uh, to the crib, and he told us, let's get the hell out of here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I, he did it for, of course, for us, for me and my sister. Mm-hmm. So we could have that freedom to to become, you know what I'm saying? Get that Amer- American dream popping. Because mm-hmm. you know in Cuba, um, you know, that's, they, they hold you in chains, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They hold you in chains when it comes to freedom of voice, freedom of choice, mm-hmm. uh, and especially with the government. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we embarked on a mission in 1980. Mm-hmm. Um, the boat, the name of the boat was the, the Orca. I remember that. I remember walking up the plank. Two garbage cans full of uh, fire. Um, my father getting searched by the army, the Cuban army. They took his belongings, his, like his wallet. He had some uh, memorabilia of Cuba, like cards and stuff. They threw in the garbage. 
So it's like they was throwing us out anyway because we yeah. was like traitors to them. Mm -hmm. So we looked as traitors to Cuba because we wanted to leave. Mm -hmm. So like we treasonous. We wasn't yeah treasonous yeah. because we wasn't down with the revolution. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? For that was about about the revolution. And then when we got to America, uh, they didn't want us there either. It was like we flushing the toilets. Yeah. on America because it's, it's looked as the as the worst of the so worst. All of so, us, yeah. yeah. So because at of one the, time. Because of the ten thousand, yeah. you know, and whatever, where, where they gotta house all these people, all know, those fifteen thousand yeah. niggas that you know, what I'm saying the yeah. criminals that, that got let, let mm -hmm. out, they made more noise than the regular people because mm -hmm. it was a lot of things happening. You know, what I'm saying, and like within that voyage, mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was you know how jail niggas be, you mm -hmm. know, what I'm saying it's real stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they they like they like to take over little spots. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm saying they like to make uh, their little territory felt. Mm -hmm. So it was rapes going on in that. You know, what I'm saying through that voyage, yeah, shit was wild. It was a lot of yeah. things. It was killings that was happening. So like Rebenga and all mm -hmm. that, you know, all those type <laughs> the of real things. shit. There was real <laughs> shit happening. Yeah, that's why in the beginning it says, you know, this is not a, it's yeah, a fictional yeah. story, but it's yeah, taken it's, from it's real, real, yeah, actual. You know, yeah, what it's real, things. it's real. So that's what that was. It's real. Was yeah. really good. I'm actually looking forward. I think I'm gonna take my wife to Cuba. Um, I think we're gonna go in May. And and now with the way that the world's opening up and information is traveling, do you think we will ever see a non-communist oh, Cuba? I wish, I wish do you that. think that at some point? I wish that. I definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm rooting for that. Been rooting for that forever. You know, what I'm saying for my people to get that freedom. Uh, you know, it's the situations they got because Cuban people. Come on, I mean, uh, you can see, you can see that. Like, it, it, I, I'm I resemble that in in many ways, even yeah. in America. You know what I'm saying with the embargo and everything. Just like look, look what I'm going through with Joe mm -hmm. and all that. Just like the embargo. Yeah, I can't do no business. Same with, shit, different time. Yeah, I yeah. can't do business with no none of you know Joe's people because mm -hmm. whatever. You see, Nori tell it. Yeah, and uh, it's like that. I feel like that. And, and how, pride, does that, how does that make you feel like seeing something like that? Because well, I've been knew what that was going but, on though. But to actually see it, right? And the way that they did it was kind of whack. It, it was too. relief. It was relief. Okay, so. It was a relief. Because now it's so out. That's why I salute Nori yeah. for even saying that. Okay. For being honest it. about it. That's a good way to look Being at honest. it. Being honest. What do you guys think? You think that's a good way to look at it? I look at it like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I look yeah. at it like that. So I know he don't got no problems with me. I know. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nori is not. And and before all of this, mm -hmm. Nori was the one campaigning. Yo, squash the beef. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get, you know, Terror Squad is Cuban Link too. Back in the days, mm -hmm. he was doing that. It's just funny how he got around him. Now it's like whenever Cuban Link's name was being brought up, you know, mm -hmm. he put his hoodie down. You can mm -hmm. see it. And that's the beautiful thing about drink champs. You know, it's it's link champs at the yeah. end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so I thank y'all. I thank y'all. I thank y'all for making the link champs most of the time because they, they got my name in their mouth and they 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 have a and and I think it's on purpose too, man. So I salute like EFN also. He's a Cuban brother. I had a relationship yeah. with him back in the days. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, t I told him he's the reason why Pitbull and, and me got into, uh, you know what I'm saying, our, our little altercation mm -hmm. because he was in the middle of that. Yeah, yeah. I met Pitbull because of EFN. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I was dealing with him, you know, in, in Miami back in the days. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, man, I don't, like, I don't, I don't, I don't transcend those feelings that I got for Joe towards them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't hold them accountable for that, but I see. I see how, you know what I'm saying? If, if you, you could see it. Yeah. You could see it. But at the end of the day, I'm part of that much history that have to be brought up in a, in a, mm -hmm. in a podcast. So yeah. I salute them for even, uh, you know, bringing my name up, even if I can't be on that. And I don't want to be on that, to mm -hmm. tell you the truth. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I really don't. You know what I'm saying? If it's going to ruffle that much feathers, you know what I'm saying, within the, the, the structure that's going to mess it up, I wouldn't want to be on that. Yeah. You know, I got my own story to tell. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to do what that type of stuff too, so in my own. And when it, you know what I'm saying, I've been forced to do that. My back been been against the wall. So I've been that MC that uh 
has been resilient, resilient in his work and in, in, in his word. And my truth never changed from the beginning. Well, and it's not. It's never been for a publicity stunt. It's never been uh, for, for to cover up anything or, or to do to, to have an opportunity to get my music out. Because yeah. I believe in. I'm an MC for real. You know what I'm, I'm a writer, yeah. and I do this for real. You know what I'm saying? And, and my brother Pun is the one who, you know, what I'm saying who, who really believed in me to the point of of getting me out there like he did. Yeah. Even though you know, what I'm saying Joe was the, the terror squad leader at the time, mm. but it was a family back then. Yeah, it was a family. But uh, that family, you know what I'm saying, got broken up after yeah. Hunt passed. So yeah. Yeah. We, all, we all know. It's not like we we guess it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like you've seen 20 years mm-hmm. later of what's been going on. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, I've been doing me. I've mm-hmm. been repping, um, you know, what I do. And I rep my, my family, which is part, of course, his mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Rivers. Shout out to Chris Rivers. You know what I'm saying? Liza and the kids. I, you know, I got them on my back regardless. Mm-hmm. They don't want me, they don't want me. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I could be a burden. A yeah. burden where it's like, <laughs> yo, but you go too hard, Q. Is that because you're viewed as too outspoken? Maybe, yeah, because I tell the truth and I, mm-hmm. the, the truth is unpopular. You know what I'm saying? I got that unpopular truth with me. And why is it unpopular? Because, you know, those guys are inside the machine. Yeah. I'm not. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Once he had enough time to, to run that game on him, and that game is what they running with because yeah. he's making them money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the black ship in that. Yeah. Has there been, because you, you've you've said a lot of things throughout the years, right? Has, okay. there, has there been anything that you said that maybe you were like, damn, maybe I should not have said that or something that you wish that you, you could have possibly taken back? You have to give me an example, but me, knowing me, mm-hmm. looking myself in the mirror, everything I say on a stand. Yeah. A stand, a stand on it, a thousand. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I proved it. You know what I'm saying? I've been in the trenches. I've been in the front lines. Um, and uh, I've been in the devil's den. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 I, and I set my truth. Yeah. I stood on my truth. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody changed my should. mind, and I never changed it. Yeah. So um, y'all tell me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know I ain't doing this for recreation. Yeah. I ain't doing this to, to just get known. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I'm an MC. I want my, my music and my work to speak for myself. Mm-hmm. So for y'all to enjoy that. How it should be. Mm-hmm. You know, hip hop started yeah, yeah. with unity, with uh, giving a chance to the you know we we, we that voice Cre- creating opportunities and we, being the, the voice, voice the we the voice underneath the sewers. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And uh, the sewers, the sewer cap has been open. Mm-hmm. And then look who who, who who does the dirtiest work? Yeah. The actual players <laughs> yeah. that we thought are gonna you know what I'm saying bring up the game. They're the ones that act like the you know the other ones. Yeah, the, the white collars. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the crazy thing about that's humanity. Though. Yeah, that's humanity. It's part of human nature to a certain extent. Money. Yeah. When you give them that money and the power, mm-hmm. they're gonna do the especially, same thing. Especially coming from low income, low poverty situations, we just around a bunch of niggas that never had no money, never really had no education, never had no opportunity. Then all of a sudden, this all happens at one time. And me being an immigrant, and then you just don't know what the fuck to do with it. You getting all this money, you fucking all these bitches, oh, but you getting all this. We supposed to know what to yeah. do with it. We type supposed to do never. We supposed to never do what they was doing to mm-hmm. us. That's one thing we should never do, but that's what they do. Because yeah, that's kind of happens that way. And you, you know, it kind of happened that way, yeah. but it shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen that way. That was the yeah. difference between this genre, this genre of, of music that we you know, that came from the streets, that we have all you know this culture with. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying that the, the, the motherfuckers with no money could enjoy it, mm-hmm. and, and no color, no matter what your color was, you could enjoy it, mm-hmm. and we all together in unity. That's what the whole message of hip hop was. And that's where I came from. You know what I'm saying? When I came, I was, you know, I was nine years old when I landed in the Bronx. And when I, you know, heard the beatbox, 
I wanted to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When I when I seen the Adidas, I wanted to rock it because you know, uh, Run DMC was saying, mm. and uh, you know, I, I wanted to do everything in hip hop. We was doing it. Where every everything hip hop was talking about, we was actually living. Mm. And from you know the walk, the style, the bop, to the fashion, to the to the artwork, to the graffiti, mm. to the to the dancing, everything was hip hop. And you know that's where my mind was always at at the end of the day. So all the personal shit that was going on with with the business, I know that's a part of the game. Yeah, but that that takes a backseat when it, you know, what I'm saying when in my vision of hip hop, when it comes to the front front, the upfront of what it should be, the music, yeah. you know, what I'm saying the real MC and the the real um, creativity. Yeah, boss beats being creative. Yeah. Now now talking about early Bronx, right? So you were in the Bronx in the '80s, right? And kind of yeah. so so we have a 85. very so we have a very uh, wide audience here. It's not. Centrally, New York. I mean, we got people, you know, half our audience in LA. They never been to the Bronx. You know, we we got we got guys from down south. We have a big Canadian audience. So, kind of describe Bronx '85. What's popping at this time in in New York City? Bronx, the burned down Bronx '85. So this is the Bronx is burned. This is after the Bronx is burning. Mets is getting nice. You know, oh, the Mets is getting high. Shout the Mets. We went in the World Series the next five years. I'm from the Bronx, but I love the Mets. (laughs) Are you a Mets fan too? I'm a Mets fan. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Mets fan. They was, they was. You know, I love the Mets. Yeah, I love the Mets. Interview over. So I'm a big Mets fan. And I used to live right by the Yankee Stadium too. I used to live on 163rd and Sheridan. That's fucking horrible. Horrible. But it, I, something about the Mets, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That team, you know, that roster. For me, big. it's the underdog. Always the underdog. I like the Mets because they're the underdog. Underdogs and amazing, for real. Yeah, we're not supposed they to win. They used to come back with some crazy Lenny Dykstra and all yeah. the Wally Bachman, all the niggas I used to love. Gary Carter. Bunch so of that cocaine was in the dugout was active. Yeah, that was that was my team. And, um, so you know, Bronx, so Bronx, so, so this was burnt is, down. It was burnt straight so up. So this is burnt after, buildings. You still smell the smoke in the air. So what people see, like on Netflix or on YouTube, at one period the Bronx was literally under fire. Beach Street. When you see Beach Street, yeah. That was, so that was this the Bronx. is post this, and this is uh, the beginning of the crack era. Right there. Yeah, right in the right beginning in the of the crack cusp, era. Right there. Yeah. You know, you see the bows. We used to play around the playgrounds. It was nothing but you know, mm-hmm. pink tops, yellow tops. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying black tops, all of that shit. It was that. That was just happening right now. You see the lines and abandoned buildings. It was like, what the fuck? Is giving yeah, out yeah. free cheese? Yeah. Because, you know, we come from that. Sometimes, yeah, you know, yeah. we're with our moms and yeah. shit. We go to face-to-face. We got to do that line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, so we seen that shit in the hood like this. The abandoned building. Fuck, they giving free cheese out yeah. there? It was the free cheese. You know what I'm saying? It was that, that, it was that ooey. Yeah, yeah. They was giving that krills right there. So, they, they, they was, uh, it was that era. Burnt down, like I said. Um, you can still smell the, 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 the smoke in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember... Going across the street, like I said, I used to live in 163rd and 164th, right there in Sheridan, 945 and 955. But when we got there, 945, we got to live with somebody first before we got, you know, our own apartment. Um, I remember going to the next, like across the street, there was a burnt building. Yeah. And me, my mother, my, my sister, my, my father, we, we went through the whole chain looking for shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we was looking for shit. Was- I remember I found a little Superman, uh, little action figure. I kept that shit forever. <laughs> And I found that in the, in the, in a in a burned down building. The burned building. Yeah, but we was looking for shit. You know yeah. how back, you know, we used to hustle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My father used to take them refrigerators and the, the, the fucking the, the mattresses off the mm-hmm. streets and take them to, to get money. All that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm from that. I'm from those that time and I'm from that hustle. You know what I'm saying? Where where we know what nothing is, especially me, I come from another country, mm. a different language. So I had to learn English. You know what I'm saying? My black brothers, you know what I'm saying, embrace me. And I learned the shit more in the streets than in the school. Yeah. Because, you know what I'm saying, I was hanging out with them. 
you know what I'm saying, at the age of nine, ten, you know what I'm saying, um, just because I was in the same block. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, that that's where the hip-hop really, you know what I'm saying, um, just embodied everything mm -hmm. I, I come from, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and, and just took over everything. Mm -hmm. That's that's just hip-hop. Yeah. When we're talking about different different departments of hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, first it was the beatbox. Then, you know what I'm saying? I think everybody started kind of somewhere, the and DJ, then they kind of traveled you know through, dressing, yeah. The, the breakdancing. Yeah. All that was popular, you know what I'm saying, um, but I didn't get to the MCN until like later on in life when I was like probably like like fifteen. Okay, 15. so it's like mid, it's like mid teens. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah. sixteen. So this mid teens. So so then at some point you meet Pun. Right? Of course, yeah. So, yeah. so you Not meet 16, Pun. Sixteen. And and then we have the Full Eclipse crew. Yeah. Making super noise and Pun. He was a big part of this time, right? When nah, he was, he was uh, Moon Dog. Moon Dog. Big Moon Dog. Shout my brother Lord C. He was telling me they was battling on 109th Street. Yeah. Shout out to Lord C. Man. <laughs> and you know when Pun passed away, God bless my brother. Um, you know, he had the skit in his, in his, in his, um, always in his arsenal and he wanted to do it for Yeah Baby. Yeah. And, uh, I knew it because he, he, he did that shit like on the spot one time he was chilling with, with Lord Sear and he told him he wanted to, cause he had that voice. He always doing like some funny shit. Yeah. So, uh, he told him, I want you to do the skit for me. And, uh, you know, he, he passed away and, uh, I was in charge of, of, uh, doing all the skits in his album mm -hmm. and, and mixing like, it's kind of a executive. Yeah. This is the Yeah Baby project. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of like finish doing the finishing touches on the Yeah Baby album. Mm -hmm. So I had to, I was in charge of doing the skit. So uh, we set up a session with Lord C, you know what I'm saying? And we did that. You know, I kind of remind him, even though he knew, mm -hmm. he remembered, but I was there to um to work with him uh, on that. And it was dope, you know what I'm saying? It was dope. Uh, and he, he did it just like Pun would have wanted. Yeah. So shout out to Yeah, Lord shout out to my big bro, Lord C. We're talking about the Yeah so, Baby intro where uh, Lord C is Igor and Pun is Frankenstein, right? Yeah, and this, yeah. is the, this is the intro. Well, All right, yeah, so yeah. so at some point, Full Eclipse crew starts rocking. Pun is rocking on the underground scene. I oh, mean, yeah. he's he's clicking, he's clicking, what, you're what clicking. What you would do with the unbelievable? Yeah. He was clicking, and yeah. then this off-the-books record comes out. Oh, yeah. Right? So at this time, this must be 97, probably, because I'm well, like 40. I'm and yeah, the 96, 97. I think it's 97 because I was in the transition well, of going to it, high school. When we cut it, it was like probably like four or five months before. So you probably cut it in 96 and then they dropped. 96, yeah, to 97. Then it drops in 97. And this is the first time where we're watching guys that look like us on television. And I kind of right? snuck in. I kind of snuck in. I ain't going to lie. So, so how, so how did that I come out? I snuck in because Pun fucking <laughs> made the hole for me to fucking. He made yeah. me. Follow, you know what I'm saying? The block, he's block, and I, I slipped in through the hole because he told me, he told me, yo, because I, I, you know, I wasn't even trying to get on that. So, yeah. I, you know, you already got the speech from Joe. Mm -hmm. Yo, don't be taking these niggas. Remember, we was a crew. A crew. Yeah. It was full of clips. Mm -hmm. Joe wanted just punt. You know what I'm saying? He told so, so, no, listen, I'm so only going to deal with so you. So he didn't want you and... Um, nah, he didn't want I me or Sace. right? Yeah. Me or Sace. Well, was there a specific reason why they... He just felt that pun was the star, and we didn't yeah. have it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, so... um. I was excited for my yeah. brother. You know what I'm saying? I was like, hell yeah, dad. Because, mm -hmm. you know, he came back and he told us. I was like, yeah, nigga, go. Mm -hmm. I'm dead. You crazy? Later on, if you got the time. And I don't know if I'm going to be a rapper at the time. Yeah, I'm like, this. Mm -hmm. I, that shit was a hobby. Really, yeah. my nigga. But yeah, you're trying to figure out where exactly you're going to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I was in college, too. I was doing all of that. I had a baby. Mm -hmm. You know, on the way. So I was doing a lot of things in my life. Um, but um, he, he, it, more, what the, the thing about Full Eclipse is that, you know, what Sace brought to the table um, it started with me and Pun first. You know what I'm saying? It started with me and Pun just being friends. Mm -hmm. And one day we just went, I took him to my hood and, and we, we used to do this thing in, in the last building of, our, of my projects. 
call the halls of hell, and we used to run ciphers. Mm-hmm. 40 ounces, you know, just doing the ciphers. 20 niggas there, drunk as fuck. We just spitting motherfucking lyrics. And punk got in the, you know, that's how I knew my brother could bomb. Because before mm-hmm. that, we was just going to the gym, doing boxing. We playing ball all around the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And then when we got there, I heard him kick this rhyme called um, Brothers Ride the John. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like... That's kind of old at the time. You know what I'm saying? Brothers ride the job. And I was like, that's kind of still like the G-Rap. Like, write this, shit, yeah. Island, write this, Island. It was, that, it was that type of era still because, yeah. you know, my brother's got a little, little old school yeah, too. Yeah. You know, he loved the old school R&B, but mm. that was his, his, his era a little bit. So he was like, brothers You want a drink? Yeah, let me. Yeah, you good? Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. So that's why if he... Yeah, so Passing so drinks and just so basically the my brother, the build. My brother he kicked that he kicked that rhyme. You know what I'm saying? Punk in the cipher. It was his turn. Yeah, out of the twenty motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? We kicked that rhymes and we was on some hardcore shit back then. Like you know what I'm saying? The grave diggers did the yeah, yeah. diary of a madman yeah, and all yeah. that so shit. This is, this is straight street shit. There's no kind of thought of commercial right. because a lot of you have them, a hardcore. I'm a hardcore because a lot of the records, like even like the Mob Deep records, they were not com- like Shook Ones is not a commercial record. Like they right. robbing niggas at Hennessy. Yeah, <laughs> but I also showed the beauty the beauty of a 19 year old prodigy man. Oh man, that, that verse right there, boy! Yeah, shout, shout out to my brother Prodigy, Ooh, me, man. me, me and uh, me and uh, Shot Boogie got Prodigy, the uh, rest in peace. The privileges of basically shooting both of his last videos. He shot his last and yes, solo shot every video. video, but except Cuban Link video. We, we're gonna get to that. We'll, we'll get a Cuban Link video in. Yeah, we're gonna get all that right, in. All right, we're gonna do that. And, and I shot Prodigy's final video, and this was uh, April, and then when did he die? In June, uh, something like that. It was. It was. He died two months later. So. That, that for that me brother. was just like, you know, that was one of like my biggest accomplishments with film. Once I got to radio, I was like, I mean, what do I need to accomplish? This prodigy is to, you know, that there was nothing for that. Ain't oh. nothing better than that, though, that verse, man. Yeah. That verse, he was fucking with Nas. He was fucking with Biggie. He was yeah, it was crazy. That verse alone right there. That's when you was like, that's, that, that's special. You know what I'm saying? That's special the right there. Well, what do you think is the best hip-hop verse ever? Like, just period. Like, what is I'm the- a cool G-Rap buff, man. G-Rap? Yeah, I'm yeah a G-Rap, G-Rap is I'm a disgusting. G-Rap, like, fanatic. Yeah, when it comes to, G-Rap. like, lyrics, come on. I mean, the, from the symphony, the first yeah. one to the second one. Even in the second one, they didn't get that, that, that burn because it was mm-hmm. different, a whole different yeah, beat, yeah. and it was a whole different feeling, but straight out the motherfucking gutter. I opened my shutters, mm-hmm. butt-ass brothers, to cut them like a box cutter. Yeah, he went... G-Rap, man, when I heard G-Rap on Mob Deep, the realest. You press up, I pull the trigger. Nobody like, can dig figure. Millie Vanilli-ass nigga prepares to shoot fears. I'm knocking boots down yeah. with fruits. I rip them out of the yeah. boots like Alex Haley. You know, yeah. I come straight from the mouth. I'm kicking the slick. Lyrics are harder than a dick inside a whole house. Your neighborhood heroes are zero. Yo, I said the motherfuckers on a midnight run like De Niro. So here you go. A rapper to the tackle. Feel the still scalpel. Pressed up on your Adam's apple. Niggas mm. don't say that. Nah, he's crazy. Niggas don't see. And to this day, he's like... G-Rap with and G-Rap Nas was... Too. Nas, 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 with, is, with the, yeah. the live at the barbecue. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. When I was 12, I went to hell for snuffing Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna lie, like... Nine a, on my dresser, lyrical professor, keep you under pressure, mind like a computer, impressive. Yeah, yo, like, he's crazy. Like, if I could put rappers Nas, into, into like guns, NFTs... Women automatic guns and nuns, sticking up the preachers in the church, I'm a... Stone Crook, He's serial killer, zone. who works by the phone book. <laughs> Come on, it. man. Rob, Paul. Those are the niggas. That, those All are the verses, ones. Yeah. Those are the ones that made me who the fuck yeah. I am. If I'm a yeah. monster to you, that's yeah. the, you blame them. You know what I'm saying? Kane. Kane. Kane was incredible. 
he was the, he was the puff daddy at that time. I don't even say puff daddy because daddy is an entertainer. He's not really mm -hmm. an MC because you know he gets it written for him. But Kane, Kane was doing a. The hardcore joints, and he was doing the ladies. Yeah, shit. he was in the middle. He yeah. got naked. Yeah. He got to the Playboy. Remember that nigga? <laughs> he was butt naked. He forgot for all the time. Nah. That nigga was trying to do everything. He, he did it. Sexual chocolate right there. <laughs> sexual chocolate. That's the sexual chocolate right there. Now I came with the sexual chocolate. If, if I could put rappers into NFTs, because you know, NFTs is a thing. The best rapper that I've heard, if I could put rappers into a time period, is 97 Cannabis. I've said this many times. He was the shit that this nigga was saying, he's, he's fucking flying around the earth twice without refueling once. Nigga said I existed nah, nah, in the garden of eating, getting Plum lifted, was in the same thing. sticking dick to eat before she was Adam's mistress, before Christ created Christmas. I asked nah, Cannabis nah, nah, this on the show because Cannabis... He was, he was you know, an alien, for real. So cannabis, he looked like an alien, too, later on. No, he was... <laughs> no, nah, he did, he did. I was like this, like, oh, shit, this nigga cannabis. <laughs> no, 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 love, love cannabis. Cannabis is that nigga, too. I love Yo, cannabis. cannabis. But cannabis me and Pun used to have, like, I used to, like, I used to be like, I used to fuck with Pun all day. <laughs> I used to be like, when I can, cannabis is fucking smoking. You better not let him smoke you. Like, <laughs> nigga, Pun had a big ego, so he was like, this never smoke. <laughs> That's why he did it like they did. Remember that little cycle? Yeah, yeah, sir, for you. Yeah. yeah. yeah he, Cannabis set himself up with that shit. Yeah, yeah. I know he was talking about yeah, he, was he wanted talking to crazy. do last, yeah, be last because yeah. the, you know he wanted to go at you know we wanted to say the the second round knockout mm -hmm. for for L, but he just played himself a little bit too much like he was that shit right there. Yeah, you know he wasn't as humble yeah. as he yeah, I mean because he was hot in the streets at that time and he so had right. a lot of so guys right. behind just, him. So. All them niggas was let's see DMX was just my yeah they was calm. I mean let's yeah. see all, all yeah. them niggas all them niggas. Pun was yeah. Pun, he, he went over time. And these were guys that had commercial success, so Pun did extra, though. He yeah, did the whole no, fucking, like, extra shit <laughs> just to, to to make sure that, you know yeah. what I'm saying, that the yeah. cannabis was fucking uh, understood that, you know, he was definitely the, a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Because definitely cannabis was that nigga at the time. Now he was. He was. I, I, when I interviewed Coogee Rap, he told me the story where Pun kissed his ring, like, yeah. literally, like, kneeled down. I and, wasn't there for that one, but I, 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 he told me. Yeah, so so, so do you think that's kind of nah, that's, 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 but do you think that's missing in hip hop where it's like we're not the younger artist is not necessarily paying homage to the people that came before them. You don't necessarily got to kiss somebody's ring. There's a distance in there. There's a definitely. A but distance why? Between. Why? As someone who's been because you see the gatekeepers. The gatekeepers are niggas that we grew up with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bunch right of now, right now, shit. let's see. Let's see. Who's a big gatekeeper? You say Jay Z, right? Yeah. Jay Z's one of the top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even going to joke. Joe is different. It's same shit, but you know what I'm saying? But in Spanish way. Mm. That's Joe. But as far as the <laughs> Jay-Z, as far as like Jay-Z, how the hell is, is this hip-hop gonna be like this far off? This this um it's gonna be this 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 uh this much like, of a gap. This much of a gap yeah. between the new generation and the old Especially generation. here in New York, because it kind of and, and make it's sense. nothing being been done about it. Like there's yeah. nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like, like nobody gives a fuck. And nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, because of course, you know, when you get you turn into a corporation, corporations is McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Five million MCs. Mm -hmm. Kane said that shit. Yeah. McFilthy MCs. Mm -hmm. He said that shit. So now this is what it is. This is a, you got the five minute MC. Like, you know, you could you get, the microwaving rappers. It's for, it's, yeah, it's microwave. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, for a week he's hot, mm -hmm. and then you know what I'm saying it's another nigga, like mm -hmm. just like that. And, and that wasn't the way we came from. You know what I'm saying? We, we come from like you know what I'm saying gems. Like mm -hmm. motherfuckers drop gems that, that last forever. 
you know, uh, artists that you could buy, you know, that, that you could actually buy what they're saying mm -hmm. and, and, and go into their life and, and be a fan of them because they, they are who they say they yeah. are. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what's missing really to me. Or maybe I'm just getting older. No, no, there's a I certain relatability where I always felt like I knew my artists without meeting them. So right, right. so that so yeah, so like if this was a different time, I would feel like I knew you being a Latin rapper from the Bronx, watching you, Pun and Joe and everybody moving. Mm -hmm. You know, I would feel like I had a connection with you already without meeting you. It's like now everything kind of just displays one emotion. So there's no personal connection. I don't know anything about you except that you drive a fucking Rolls Royce and you fuck a thousand bitches and call it. Yeah, I drive a hoopty. Yeah, yeah. I still fuck groupies. <laughs> Not you, but I'm just saying, yeah. I drive a hoopty and I still got groupies. Let's, let's just get it right. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. always been that one, but I, let's I, go. I look like a million bucks. <laughs> I could make it look like a million bucks. Yeah, let's but go. I'm a hoopty ass nigga. Let's uh, go. I'm a hoopty. I love it. Let's go. Okay, so Capital Punishment drops, go stupid crazy. Pun has a weight issue at this time. And I'm just trying to paint the picture for people who may not be familiar, right? There's, there's a bunch of people that don't even know the story. So then now we have a transition between Capital Punishment and Yeah Baby. Pun's dealing with, with weight. What is going on at this time in the Terror Squad camp as far as... Well, you also got to know this, this because the timeline is, is of course, it's, it's definitely my brother Pun, and it's definitely Joe. But then you got the you know, third you know third rock over there, the... the has been putting in grinding that's mm -hmm. off the books. Yeah. That he made an impact with mm -hmm. eight bars. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They call him the, the, the Rodolfo Rodrigo Ramirez. <laughs> they, they, they call him they call him that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The, the Cuban link, the, the, that guy, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They just got eight bars and mm -hmm. fly, pelican fly. He's still, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Still rocking. And, and, and hung with my brother. And uh made that record hot. So since then I've been hot. Uh and then I'm in the terror squad. So um Capital Punishment came out, comes out. Um, I'm still in there, of course. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to go after Pun after that. The Terror Squad album comes out in '99, right? So that was after, that was in between Yeah Baby and. Yeah, yeah. '98 was. Can somebody fun. verify that? The Terror Squad album year? It's '99, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely like '99. I, think, 99. I yeah. think it was '99. '99, and then, then you know, the Pun's album came out in what? '98. '98. Capital mm -hmm. Punishment. I'm already all over that too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because my brother did that on mm -hmm. himself. You know, he. And then, of course, I, I got songs with him in the background, yeah. toe to toe. And then at this point, while this is bubbling, we're gearing up for this Cuban Link album, right? This 24K. Well, it's, well supposedly. Me, I'm coming yeah. straight for the project, so you already yeah. know. I'm but, just following. But, but there I'm is conversation. But if you see the business, this. the business uh, uh, schematics, yeah, about if you this. see that, you see Cuban Link is up next somehow. 99, right? Yeah. So, so, so it's 99. Cuban Link should be up next somehow. So somehow. then, uh, you know, Pun's album comes out. Then Joe's album comes out. Okay. Uh, Don Cartagena. Don Cartagena, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which, you know, Pun wrote like fucking 80% of that. Hmm. And uh, I'm again wrote the other 20. And then uh, we all chipped <laughs> in too. We all chipped in too. Which was my single was uh, Bet Your Man Can't Do It Like yeah. That. That was supposed to be for me. My, my, so Bet Your Man Can't Do It Like That. Put it on his album, okay. whatever. Okay, let's get there. He's going to make it a yeah, video. Yeah. He's gonna, that's dope. Mm -hmm. let's, you know, he put me out there too. So he's helping me. Mm -hmm. Down with the crew. We all down with each other. Um. So I've been bubbling a little bit, right? Because that's a bubble, right? Yeah, there. that's a bubble. That's that's off the books. That's capital punishment. You know, glamour life. That's uh, mm -hmm. uh, Triz. You know, mm -hmm. Benjamin can't. That's and then we have these mixtape records, toe to toe, mixtapes, and these, of course, uh, we work yeah. in mixtape, you know, yeah. sections. Um, Joe's album comes out. I'm on that shit like two, two times. I'm standing out. Then it's supposed to be he got the deal. Mm -hmm. Terror Squad deal. Terror Squad label deal, yeah. Joe gets a deal. $10 million deals. So this I is did with, a deal at the same time. Who is this with? 
So your deals with Universal? No, my deal is with, with Atlantic Records. Atlantic Records. Because Joe got that deal for me in Atlantic Records. Okay, but so the Terror Squad deal. He got a deal for $10 million too. With Atlantic? Same time. Got it, okay. Same time. Got it, okay. Same time he did my deal, yeah. same time he got the $10 million deal for Terror Squad. So now, we got it, you know, now I got my deal, but now, hey, let's work on the Terror Squad album. Okay. Because that's Joe's. Mm-hmm. It's personal, okay, that's family. He got the deal now. That comes before the my Atlantic mm-hmm. deal now. Behind the scenes. To and, work and, on. And nobody else had a deal with this time. I mean, Pun was signed. Pun was signed. And Terror Squad as a group was signed. Of course, Joe was signed, but you're the only person. Well, I got I was signed right there. Yeah. With Atlantic. And then nobody else and had then, solo then the Terror deals. Squad deal with Joe. Uh that's another like extra. Yeah. For me. But I'm asking if anybody else had ones. solo no, deals. The other ones was see how like Wu Tang was structured, but Wu Tang everybody got solo deals. Yeah, no, no, no. no. That, that was it was it was working on that yeah. way. But Joe got the Terror Squad deal. At got the same it. time, I, you know what I'm saying? He got me a deal. So I was definitely a carrot that that, that helped that. Mm-hmm. You know, that 10 million. You know what I'm saying? Which I didn't know at the time. As far as like, I wasn't counting, you know, my niggas' mm-hmm. pocket. I wasn't in his pocket. You just from the project. I got, it. Trying to, I got yeah. my shit. He got yeah. me my shit. I'm happy as hell. Yeah, yeah. He gave me an NSX and he mm-hmm. gave me uh, 75,000. Mm-hmm. I was like, hell yeah. Pun got 60. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh shit. I got 75 plus a fucking NSX. Jesus. Thank you, my brother. So I was very humble and very appreciative. Of that, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I was trying to, but I'm expecting also my brothers to help me like I helped them. Because I was in every session helping Joe, mm-hmm. helping Pun. So my shit comes, okay, that niggas just want to be, oh, I can't climb up the steps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep up my bad. I'm, I, all right, pun. that Pun gets a free pass. But Joe was supposed to be the overseer. He's supposed to be the one that, you know what I'm saying? I know you got the ear. I know you, you, you got the power too because Blitz everything out for Pun, because you did work for Pun. You know what I'm saying? On some old breaking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, making that, yeah. that, that gap. You, you mean you blitzed it out the way he was rolled out? I love the way he worked a, for Pun. Yeah. I love the way he worked for Pun. So he showed me he could definitely manage. Mm. So that's why I was like, hell yeah, let's go. I want to be down, nigga. Mm. I, I told you that from the beginning. Mm. You didn't believe in me, but I believed in, mm. in, in you and us. When you say he didn't believe in you, what, what was the reason? He didn't believe in your lyrics, or what was it exactly that... I mean, looking at it now, he just believed in that in, uh, in Pun could yeah. do a Dolo album. Yeah, okay. He just believed in, in Pun's talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bottom line, he didn't believe that we made any anything to Pun. Like we didn't enhance him or took anything away. We just wasn't yeah, necessary. W- w- wasn't an asset to right. what he was doing. He did that, and that, and yeah. you know, of course, the fact that you know he got fifty percent from Pun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, everybody got to know that. Not like you know, saying like we didn't know what the hell was the record. When we, you say fifty percent, fifty percent everything, like literally collabos. Yeah, if Pun did a song with somebody else, they paid them whatever. So almost an early three sixty. I don't know what it is. But yeah. It's five. It's five sixty because that's yes. what his store. <laughs> his store was a five sixty, so I call it five sixty. <laughs> because at the end of the day, you got fifty percent. So fifty percent, fifty percent was a. Uh, we, we didn't know. We, five we sixty. Yeah. Five sixty. Yeah. If I, remember the Fat Joe game? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, a I, have, I have one of them bubbles. That was one of the Fat Joe five sixty no, bubbles. Right there, one, right there. Third one out. Yep. Um, that was the five sixty deal that he gave. Mm-hmm. Uh, five sixty. So he um he was getting fifty percent from everything Pun made. Now was that deliberately done to keep us away? No, so we don't have no waves. I didn't know what the fuck fifty percent was at yeah. the time. We didn't know. Oh, that was cool too. Fuck it. You do. Mm. 
You, br- now, you now, make the hole for me to go through, and I'll come through with the ball, and I, and I come through and score the touchdown. That's 50 50. All right, but wait, let's, so break, let's break the math down. So, okay, so 100% of the pot, Joe gets 50. Now there's another 50%. Now, out of this 50%, yeah, everybody else has to get broken off of that 50%. Of course. The so, lawyers, producers, engineers, recording costs. Well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the pay. The pay, the payola type, not payola. The, oh, you talking the, about like actual, features, like features, features, like something yeah, that was just like yeah. I was getting seventy yeah. Gs at the end. Yeah, of, yeah. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, when you know to to, to, to appear in somebody else's album, Joe get thirty five. Mm. Uh, pun would um, pun would do a show. Uh, for thirty Gs, Joe get gets fifteen. We didn't know that was fucking gonna be crazy, like that. We didn't know that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um. But that was what they had, and that wasn't a written thing. You can't write that. That's a word of a you know word is bond type shit. You know what I'm saying I give you my word. That's what we do, and that's how we we do. That's how we did. I was giving him twenty percent. You know what I'm saying? To this day, he could act like I never made him money. I made him over half a million dollars. Just you know what I'm saying? When I without even dropping an album when I was doing shows because I was giving him twenty percent. I was doing I was packed every day of the, of the week. I was I was having a show from still telling lies. To flowers for the dead. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, we made money, fam. Fun, especially. You know, um, but um, it was just like he didn't believe in us. So he always had that. You know, when you, you got a conscience, everybody do has a conscience. So that might have been part of the whole resistance with him and, and us being safe. And even, you know what I'm saying, the, the sick one. Um, because we was a group, for real. Like, we was a real group. We added, when you just wasn't there living off pun, we added to what pun was mm. and we added to what the group is. Just like we see EPMD, yeah. you know Eric makes the beats, yeah, yeah. Mm. you know all of that, and Eric is nice by himself, but it's not the same without Parrish. Mm. It's just that. It's just, when you're in a group, you know that you bring different things, you know what I'm saying, to it. Just like Buster, right? Yeah. Friend and leaders of the new school. Yeah, yeah. You know, niggas brought different things. So we, we had that, and pun depended on now what we was bringing. So that's why he kept us around. Besides of him being loyal, he kept us around because we made him confident. You know, he he trusted our word that that's dope. He was writing. We was writing with him. You know, he forced us to write fucking with him, even when I didn't want to write. You know what I'm saying? Because it was a time I didn't want to write no more, and he forced me to write like the time that we did off the books. Yeah, I didn't want to disrespect Joe because Joe was already on his ass. Don't break these niggas. These niggas trying to just whatever he told them. Mm-hmm. Even though you know what I'm saying, but I heard him. Yo, when you when I set up a session for you, go by yourself. Not, but I was the one with the hoopty. That's the Cuban hooped. <laughs> I was the only one, 17 years old, with the hoopty. <laughs> I had the hoop. So Pun didn't have the car. Say you know what I'm saying? Didn't have the car either. So who's the hoopty man? Me. I'm the hoop. <laughs> so the hoopty had to take niggas to the studio. You know what I'm saying? Because he ain't gonna take the, you know, the ferry. I did take the ferry with my brother yeah. to go to Mystic Studios mm-hmm. in, in Staten Island where we he recorded Capital Punishment. But when the ferry was in there, and the, when they have the, you know what I'm saying, the 125, hoopty. He had the hoopty with the, mm. the stickers on it, too. He had the, <laughs> had the crazy, stupid hoopty. That's what I had. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, it made, it made us get to, to, this, to the studios and things like that. So that day, my nigga told me, yo, pick up the pen. Because we was writing in, in uh, Juju's duplex in Queens, Corona. Mm. That's what's there. It was in his little studio. And they played us a couple of beats, and they played that. Mm-hmm. And it was 
you know, that was yeah, it. Yeah, it was go time. Me and Pun always loved oh, the yeah. crazy Coco beats. Yeah, like Cocoa beats, beats that <laughs> Joe Joe would hate the beats that we picked because they were like strange. Yeah, <laughs> it was strange beats. Strange, like nobody like like you know. Da -da 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 -da. Yeah, you like, hate that beat with, with him and Wyclef? Yeah, it's a weird beat. It's a weird beat. Yeah, but it has that like Caribbean touch to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then you know, like it's weird. Yeah, we just used to love weird shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I remember when, when we, 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 like, you know what I'm saying? This nigga Juju and Let's Play does that beat. We was like this, yo, Joe gonna hate this shit. Joe gonna hate this. Because we already knew this nigga don't like those type of beats. So, do, 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 do. And I'm there. I'm just driving the nigga with the hoop. I'm just being Cuban hoop. Mm. <laughs> you know, I heard what Joe said. I'm like, I'm not trying to get in this Cuban shit. Cuban hoop. Because I don't want this nigga to fuck up bit my brother's deal. Say you know how it be. Niggas, niggas, Pong wasn't listening with that shit. He was extra. He would go extra. Yeah. Like the love was extra mm -hmm. after he told him. He said, You can't bring these niggas around. Love will go, the love was extra. Um, so um, because he wanted to show Joe mm -hmm. how dope we were. You know what I'm saying? How dope me and Sage was. Um, and um, he told me to grab the pen and paper. I was like, uh, Sage was there, and Sage already had the pen already. You mm -hmm. have to tell Sage twice. That nigga was already like this. He already had uh, that's two, that Bronx yeah, shit. Two, yeah, two different songs to that. Ready to go. <laughs> two different songs by himself. You already had that. That's how his, yeah. his work ethic was. Me, he told me, grab the pen. Mm -hmm. I was like, stop. Stop. <laughs> Did you heard this thing over there? Yeah. Grab the pen. I was like, yeah. all right, I'm going to finish it over. That's it. You come in. That's it again. Like, that's it. That's it. Like, like we did with the, with the pack of the mag. Yeah. Pack of the mag. Pack yeah. of the mag. Of the mag, of the mag. So, so he wanted to do that with me. So I was like, all right, dude, fuck it. Let's go. That's it. Punish your past it. Last it's rappers that really blast your cash getting big. Willie Diggs like Billy Bagby. Up at Jimmy's Cafe, having caviar, cracking with style at the bar, smoking cigars, living large, we robbing still. Roll with the mob, doing jobs for bills. I'm hard to kill for real, nigga. Guard your grill. Like the chill spark and now high. One hell of a guy, fly, fell up and fly. Now the reason they kept that is because that's it. That's it. It was attached that's, to yeah. one's last fucking words. Mm, yeah. Cause they took Stace out. Stace did a mm. he did they did like 25 bars. <laughs> He they cut after me. Out clip after yeah. me, but but it was just like it was two and two. Because this is like one of the first short records, I think, uh, off the books. Well, remember it was it was, it was a duo already. It was, it was, yeah. it was Juju and Les. Yeah, yeah. So they had Juju had eight, and, and Les yeah. had sixteen because yeah, he made the, the beat. End, hook at the end. So yeah. Pun had sixteen. I had eight. So it worked out perfect. It worked out perfect. The only yeah. Middle. Yeah. So this is basically three sixteen strikes. That's the through. only reason that he kept yeah. Sace. Because Sace was on that record. Mm -hmm. just, he was the oddball in the middle. Yeah, and they had 25 you know, balls. And, and he wasn't attached to mm -hmm. pun like mm -hmm. I was. I mm -hmm. was, you fuck up, you know, that's it, that's it. Mm -hmm. You're going to fuck up pun's ending of his rhyme. So that was my brother. Once again, he, he made sure that I was part of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, to me, I take it like, yeah. personal on that love. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know that's, that's and that was, that was the, the beginning of, yeah. of the bidding yeah. war for yeah, that's Cuban Link. And that's why, you know, Joe got the, he was, I gave him authorization now. After mm -hmm. that, he was like, he was still upset a little bit because I wasn't signed to Terror Squad. At that time? Yeah, so he was like... Oh, so you're on a record. He used us, he used us. Like, I oh, was so really go to somebody else. So you're else. on a record, but you're not signed to the Emperor at this time. And if I could have been a slick-ass nigga, I would have been like, yeah, nigga, I'm signed. I could go, go. Went somewhere else, got a deal. Yeah. We wasn't thinking like that. We wasn't thinking like that. We come from that club. Yeah, you still keep it all together. Town. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we showed them the teamwork. Yeah. And I thought we showed them that. Yeah. The love that we have for each other and the love we have for him. Yeah. Because we stood loyal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, he made me sign a contract right there in his car. 
Yeah. And I just told him, yo, I, I didn't even need a lawyer. I said, mm. yo, you took care of my brother. You know what I'm saying? I know you're going to take care of me because, you know what I'm saying, you're a man of your word. Mm. And I signed a contract right there when he came with the Atlantic deal. Mm. And that's the last thing he ever did. Mm. He, did he did everything but what the fuck he's supposed to do. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know that. I thought, you know what I'm saying, reality and real nigga shit would, would last to that. But then I started looking at things. You know what I'm saying? I started looking at, like, later on in life, like right now, and I started looking at it. You see, like, the Jay-Z, right? He's the Boston bag about him being a, a, dope, a dope dealer. He was in the drug game. Joe, the same thing. And if we know anything about anything, it's the streets and where we come from. And you see the drug dealers, you know how they rock. That's what they do. Some niggas are born into that. I see niggas like chop crack up with their moms and bag it up right there with the moms. Mm. Straight up. I seen that. They they into that game. And that's the hustler's game. So a hustler ain't gonna have the same love as an artist or an MC who loves the craft. Mm. So you can I also put it in that perspective. But these niggas, drug dealers, drug dealers doesn't love hip hop the way I love it. That's what I love. I know that. I love it for different. Joe might say the history of hip hop and love it. Like, he's still a hustler at heart. He's still that drug dealer nigga that used to be in that drug game. So it's, you know what I'm saying? So it's Jay Z, in my mind, and what I see, because now I see that they're in charge in certain gates that they hold, they hold down, and the game is just turning worse. When they supposed to be, it should never be this way, the way it is, if they're the gatekeepers, never. Definitely be more Latinos out there after we did what we did. You know, it shouldn't just be pit, pit bull. You know what I'm saying? Trying to just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Doing a cool low. It should be, it should be some other representation of yeah, that. Yeah, besides it that. Yeah. squad niggas mm-hmm. more out, except Remy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That, that they, they earned their they keep and they earned their time, just like I did. Like, I waited, I was overlapped. So many times, like if you already, if you're a businessman, I look at myself like that, and Off the Books is out. And then, you know, Punch album is out, what I'm part of. And you got an artist like me. You got Joe's album, Don Carter Gina. I'm in there with the with the single. Why would you go to the Terror Squad album? You could just drop Cuban. You're gonna put me in more competition with my own peers, my own name. Even though, you know, I, I was always humble and I was like, come on, hell yeah, let's do this. Mm-hmm. You know, like a dick. Those are the same niggas that fucking hated on me behind my back. But at the same time, it's like, I still play with the team. Yeah. And then after the Terror Squad, I waited all this time. Still don't drop my album. Then I got to hear the speech after Punt Passes that, you know, uh, the shipments is only going to be seventy-five to, to 100000 uh, So So that was Joe's excuse for... Um, you know, on, on your solo album? Yeah, on myself. Not dropping it. Yeah. So that the, 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 re- the, the reorders were... Um, the pre-orders were, were low. Okay. And I never talked to, you know, he was the middle between me and Craig Common, mm-hmm. the president of Atlantic. He was in charge of that. So his word to me, he was never fighting for me. I've been in the fucking studio for a year. And, and, and who's on this album? Because oh, man, we had Carl Thomas, G-Rap, who else? Yeah, we had G-Rap, Lord Tarigo, uh, Ja Rule, um, Nori, um, Remy, of course, we had Angie. Got um, Pink. Pink. Pink was my connection. Yeah, Pink. Never had in her life did a fucking hip hop song. I was the first one with it. Hmm. I don't understand how the fuck Atlantic did. You say, oh shit, let's do this. 
because it was a hot song. It's Pink Gang Cuban and Link, mm -hmm. the one with the salsa shit. He used to snap on me, thinking I'm fucking Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> I was like, I don't give a fuck what you say to me. <laughs> I am part of Ricky Ricardo, for real. I am. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was a compliment, but they used to laugh at me. You know, Joe and Punch. Because I, I had seen some um, some content online where they were saying that I guess your album didn't drop because you overwent the budget with Atlantic. Like, they spent this amount, this amount, but. No, we spent the whole budget because they had me there. No, no, I know, but I mean, I would just think that common sense. So I did, let me tell you this. So well, I common did, sense would tell you that if they invested this amount with these features, you're talking about Ja Rule who's scorching hot. You're talking about Carl Thomas who's coming off a scorching hot Carl record. Thomas. He had the record with Carl Faith. Thomas. I did, yep. I you got it. G Rap who's a legend. You got Pink. That was a cipher, too. That was a cipher. Wouldn't it theoretically make sense? I, I guess everybody in the room to look, look, drop got, the record. I got flowers for the I got Try to make your album. That was for the day. I, I was still telling lies to me. At Hey Mama, those are songs that today, to this day, to be like, I love you for that. Mm -hmm. The fans, uh, you know, they stuck with me because of those songs. So if the fans could stick with me to those songs and that shit got bootlegged, that's another thing. I got my shit got bootlegged. You never heard of a. So I never so, heard of a terror squad but, ever, ever. But how does it? Wait, hold on. Wait, how does this get bootlegged? Because we come. So this is the era where you would be in the studio. Nigga, this is time. Burn this We used CD. to go through Third give, Avenue, give Southern B, Southern Boulevard, and Fordham Road, and beating up the bootleggers. This is the time. <laughs> How the fuck did Cuban Link's album get bootlegged? And Joe didn't do nothing. The Terror Squad. Because somebody had a hand in it, right? Had to. They, they, they disrespectful. The bootleggers disrespected the fucking whole Atlantic Records. <laughs> they spent a million point four, and they got it on the street for $10. Five dollars? That's disrespect, personally, to Joe, because he still got the terror squad deal with them. Yeah. So how the fuck you're not beating up bootleggers and putting out the 24K album? So that means something was, you know, and I know that yeah, something yeah, yeah. was in there. Don't want to say, you know, speculation, whatever. Yeah. I no, but I mean, when I speculate, you, 100%. But would you say it, you feel that, just they, got no proof. that they sabotaged Yeah, but the he project. got paid anyway, is what I'm saying. I, I think he still got paid on top of that. Because it would have never went down like that. That's what I'm saying. It wouldn't have been down that smooth where Cuban Link's album's being sold by, you know what I'm saying, Radimus in the fucking corner. Not Radimus. Radimus, right there. Radimus. <laughs> Not Radimus. Radimus in the corner right there. Not you know he's going to get cracked with the fucking $10. <laughs> you know he's going to get the motherfucking $10 crack right there. He's going to get it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's no way that Joe going to pass through that whole, you know what I'm saying, little little, little thing in Southern Boulevard with the, with the tapes is out and yeah. Cuban Link's album there. That's supposed to be taken from his fucking, uh, you know, his actual department mm. and being sold, and he doesn't do nothing about it. So it, let, it leads me to believe in, in, in what my truth is. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm. I know them. You know what I'm saying? So it's different. I can say this, and I don't got no proof. It's like, I don't want to prove yeah, it. Yeah. You just know that I know that you know that I know that you know that you did it. <laughs> That's all that matters. And you know I know that you did it. So that makes me even more hate from you to me. Yeah. Now you know that I know that you know that you know that I know. It's Rodolfo Rodrigo don't play no game. Do, do, do you think 